everybody. You're listening to the Honor Yoga Now podcast, bringing you knowledge, awareness, and inspiration, taking yoga off of the mat and into your daily life. Into your daily life. I'm Amy Tassa. I'm your host. Thanks for listening. Today I'm sitting with my friend Liz Alvarez, and Liz is a yoga teacher. She's a physical therapist of 28 years, and she's also the director of education for Honor Yoga. Uh, so I think we have a couple things to talk about. Um, yeah. Hi, today. everybody. Thanks for um, having me today, Amy. This oh, is great. I'm Liz, super I'm, excited. I'm pretty excited about yeah, this podcast. For sure. Me too. I have a big cheesy smile on my face. I mean, it, it's being recorded, so they can say but but the podcast they okay. won't be able to say. But anyway, so mainly I, I asked you to come onto the podcast because um, I know you developed a program for Honor Yoga, um, the therapeutics program. And, um, you know, it's funny because for the five years I've been teaching, you've had this program. And I never thought about taking the program. And I apologize for that. <laughs> um, just because I guess maybe I, I didn't fully understand what it was about. And I, 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 I guess originally in my head, I always thought, well, I, I, I don't teach like a therapeutic series or a therapeutic class. So, uh, you know, I just was like, okay. But then I had a couple friends that took the last one. I think it was in um, August or October. Yeah, in October at Pennington. Yes. And I wanted to take that, but something actually happened, and and I wasn't able to attend. But my friends were just, like, blown away by it. I mean, blown away by, you know, the accessibility, how you make it so accessible, and also just how easy you make it to bring the techniques that you developed into their flow class, into their strong and calm class, into a gentle class. And I was like, wait a minute, what am I missing? So I was like, oh my God, I got to You are missing. I got to call Liz and I got to have her on, I got to have her on the program. Um, So to start, Liz, um, tell me, how did you, how did you, um, I know your, your physical therapy background is, is vast, 28 years. Wow. And and congratulations for that career. You know, like that's pretty awesome. Um, But how did you start, um, um, practicing yoga or, or what made you want to do teacher training? Yeah, so I um, started practicing a yoga probably about um, 10 years ago. Okay. And um, I just thought it would be something fun to do. And then as soon as I started doing it with the right teacher, um, BG Sohani, who still teaches at Honor Yoga, now at another one of our locations oh. out of state at Honor Yoga um, Roswell, um, I actually started um, taking gym yoga um, yeah. with him, and something just really clicked, and I just fell in love with the practice. And so I was really committed to going to class every week. I'd never been really committed <laughs> to anything like that before. I yeah, so I knew it was something. It felt like something magical is happening. It felt a little bit like therapy. It definitely felt like community. Mm-hmm. And... Um, So as the years went on of me practicing, I thought about, okay, well, how do I learn more about yoga as a whole, not just the asana practice that I was learning, you know, um, in this one hour, you know, class. So I decided to do a teacher training, a 200 hour teacher training, never with the intent ever of becoming a teacher. And I always tell that story to the teacher (laughs) trainees now that I teach in all of our 
200-hour teacher. Right, right. Um, You teach teachers now. Yes, now I teach (laughs) teachers, I teach classes, but that was never my intention. I just wanted to learn how to deepen my practice. Mm -hmm. And so I talked to him about that and said, oh, I'm thinking about doing, you know, a 200-hour. And he was like, well, why wouldn't you do it? So I did that, and it was an amazing experience. It was before Honor Yoga, you know, existed. Mm -hmm. And just by chance, Maria happened to be in my 200-hour teacher training as a fellow trainee. Okay. So I got to know her that way. And then when um, graduation occurred and we were done and she said she was going to be opening, you know, her own studio, I was like, wait a second. I didn't think I wanted to teach, (laughs) but I kind of want to be on board with whatever this experience is going to be. And so when the first studio opened in Hamilton and I started taking classes in there, I kind of was on the, you know, list of when we add classes, we'll add you as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And so probably about a month after, um, Uh, the studio opened then I got onto the schedule and then I've been teaching ever since so it was kind of you know kismet that Maria and I wound up in teacher training together otherwise I don't know what what would have happened maybe I would never would have taught yoga I just wanted to be a part of sort of the experience of what you know she was creating and what honor yoga has become right yeah it was amazing yeah and 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 look at honor yoga now I know right yeah I know and it's just kind of snowballed more and more and in my you know involvement Mm -hmm. so um you know from that then once I started teaching classes kind of dabbling a little bit into your question about you know what um how did the therapeutic yoga class come Mm -hmm. to exist um because I am a physical therapist a lot of the other teachers um knew that and so when they had students that would come to their class that would have injuries or illnesses you know which can be really intimidating for teachers because you're like oh i don't want to break this person i don't know what to do with them it's kind of scary they would say oh you should go take liz's class (laughs) so i started having a lot of students in my classes that had injuries and illnesses and different kinds of conditions that needed you know some special considerations or options or different um, variations on the physical postures and so I decided to take my knowledge as a physical therapist and um, my background now as a yoga teacher um, this was about five years ago then and kind of merged those two things together and proposed the idea to Maria mm-hmm. to start a therapeutic yoga class at, at Honor Yoga so that there was a space that was specifically for people that had injuries and illnesses and conditions and that other things going on a way to make yoga more accessible to them because so many of them would say to me after taking you know, what I'll refer to as a mainstream class, yeah. you know, I feel like I'm the only person in this class that has their knee replaced or that's had a stroke or, you know, that has arthritis. And I feel like I'm so far behind what everyone else is doing. And you put someone like that into a therapeutic yoga class and everyone in the class has something going on. Yeah. So it almost automatically starts to build a community. Mm. So it's structured a little bit differently than, um, let's say a roots class or a gentle class or something like that because the focus really is on each student's individual needs so in a therapeutics class you could have someone with like a knee replacement Mm -hmm. or a back injury so it's all different yeah and then you cater to them kind of purpose where's my word um, individually, yes. but also as a whole as well. Yes, exactly. Okay. So we might have a wide variety of people with musculoskeletal um, issues. You might have someone who has some kind of a neurologic in- issue, like mm-hmm. a stroke or a traumatic brain injury. You might have somebody um, who has something very systemic. Maybe they're recovering 
um, or actively um, have cancer or they have fibromyalgia mm. and keeping the class to a minimum a maximum of 10 students okay. then allows me to really be able to cater to each one of them so we might be doing one posture done in a different way maybe a posture we would traditionally do standing like tree pose mm -hmm. instead we're doing it laying on the ground and you might have eight people in the class doing it six different ways okay. so giving each one of them a different option so that they can still feel challenged and accomplished in whatever the posture is and they don't feel like oh i'm not able to do to do this right my role is to facilitate um success for them okay. you know use of the props and it's kind of a light-hearted fun class so mm -hmm. different than a, a regular class where it's like I stand up in the front of the class and I'm teaching and nobody talks but in the yeah. therapeutic class there's a lot of interaction it's you know this isn't working for me or is there a different option for that or maybe people are asking why am I feeling this we often get into talks about like anatomy or specific injuries mm. or you know what does it mean when my doctor says I have this herniated disc and so yeah it's a bit educational yeah. as well as um, I, I think for me the biggest takeaway has been about the community that the students build amongst themselves and supporting each other on their journey yeah. because they all come you know in with um, chronic pain fear they're afraid to move and it's really just about them getting comfortable and moving in whatever way their bodies can right it doesn't have to be something you know super advanced that yeah. they might see you know on Instagram or on a TV mm -hmm. show they're doing handstands or arm balances or you know we all know that yoga is for everybody and yeah. so um, I, I really feel like I've tried to take the lead at honor with making sure um, that that's always at our far forefront mm -hmm. and it's one of our missions is to have a community where everyone um, feels welcome and that um, we make yoga accessible to all right yeah so in like the therapeutics do you see in more injuries than others or does it like even matter i mean certainly anyone mm -hmm. with anything going on can come and we have a, a variety of how people come to us sometimes it's someone who's never done yoga before and maybe they've heard about it from someone or okay. you know it's becoming a bit more mainstream for their physicians mm -hmm. thank goodness to be recommending yoga to them that is something that might be good for them and sometimes it's a seasoned yogi mm -hmm. who either in yoga or outside of yoga has injured themselves, right? Maybe they fell and they broke their shoulder or maybe they had to have a knee replacement. And rather than just sitting on the couch, kind of woefully being like, oh, I wish I could go to yoga, where right. we've given them this place where they can still stay on their mat. We mm -hmm. don't ever want anyone to abandon their mat and abandon their practice because it certainly feels much better being on your mat in the studio with your community yeah. than sitting at home, laying on the couch, kind of feeling right you know for yourself right yeah. right just taking the opportunity to breathe and center and ground it's not even about the physical practice it's just about being around other people and kind of sharing that same energy and space yes yeah but we definitely see probably the biggest majority is people that have low back pain mm -hmm. um, any kind of spinal issues hip issues knee issues yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So you brought so much of your physical therapy knowledge into yoga. Mm -hmm. So is there any um, 
any, uh, I guess, uh, like limbs of yoga, right, that you take into the physical therapy office? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. The physical therapist that I was before I discovered yoga and the physical therapist you that I am now, yes, absolutely, um, have been called that, um, is completely different, right? But still being able to integrate it in a part of way that it is therapy because there are so many physical therapy exercises that I learned throughout my years of being a therapist that are actually variations of yoga poses just called something different really and, yeah and since an we example. know well since we know that <laughs> yoga has been in existence for you know five thousand plus years we certainly know that has been in existence far longer than physical therapy yeah. is so um one example is um when somebody has a spinal issues specifically mm -hmm. herniated discs in a certain direction in physical therapy we give them these exercises called prone press-ups or prone on elbows and in yoga we call those sphinx pose baby cobra and cobra pose really yeah so it's exactly the same thing yeah. Okay. So the thing that I certainly have brought over from yoga to physical therapy is people being more mindful in how their bodies are feeling mm -hmm. and absolutely that they're moving with their breath, that they're not holding their breath as they're doing their physical therapy exercises. Or maybe I have someone who comes in and says, well, I can't sleep because I'm in so much pain um, and I'm not really sure what to do and I'm feeling so drained, I might say to them, well, have you ever considered you know, meditation? They have these free apps yeah. or let's just while we're doing your exercises or while you're lying here on your heat, kind of getting warmed up before therapy, why don't you just inhale to the count of four, hold for four, exhale for the count of four and hold for four. So just even incorporating some pranayama yeah. um, into it, which they all find very helpful. And then they're able to perform and participate better in their therapy sessions as well. So there's definitely been a crossover and my um, colleagues in the physical therapy office are like, oh, that's the yoga PT <laughs> over there. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, because especially, I guess, going to physical therapy. I mean, you told me a story when we talked that one time, uh, we talked a couple of weeks ago. I, I just remember you saying something about I don't know, like pushing them, and but now you push them with a little more love or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, Before it was like a bone crusher, <laughs> and now it's like, well, let's just make sure we're breathing and feeling like a little stretching, but not as much pain. And I also approach it, I think, in a very um, different way. Right. Yeah, because you have to consider the effects of the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system when yes. you have someone who has chronic pain or acute pain because maybe they just had a hip replacement, you know, two weeks ago or they had a rotator cuff repair a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago. And um, they're really kind of living in that sympathetic nervous system. Mm. And I'll say 10, 15 years ago, I never really considered that that much as a physical therapist. So just trying to, even just explaining that to people so that they understand what their natural response is. You know, if you broke your arm and I'm trying to move your arm and I just try to move it, you're going to guard against the movement. But if we right. at least have a few minute conversation about, well, here's why your muscle guarding and your sympathetic nervous system is telling you to protect, you know, the movement and it's a, it's afraid, you know, mm -hmm. this is kind of fight or flight. Let's see if we can do some things just to relax your mind and your body a little bit so that maybe we can get a little bit more um, movement, get you a little more into your body. It's scary to move when you're in a lot of pain. I can imagine. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've you know, thank God, knock on wood, I never broke a limb. <laughs> yeah. But 
Um, yeah, I, I can imagine that. And then having to, like, you know, move it to, to, to heal it, and it's still broken. Like, how does that even do that? Yeah. You know? Good times. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Liz, in your opinion, how can yoga help support and supplement an injury? I think there's a lot of different ways, some of which I've just talked about. Mm -hmm. You know, there's obviously the aspects of strength and flexibility, working with the different parts of the nervous system, working with the fascial system. Mm -hmm. And for me, a lot of it has been about when um, maybe a patient that I'm seeing in physical therapy is done with their physical therapy, they want to still, they're not always necessarily 100% recovered. It could be somebody that has a neurological injury that mm -hmm. might take two years three years five years seven years and there still could be some neuroplasticity where they might see some improvement mm -hmm. but their traditional therapies are done and they're looking for uh, something different right. and so yoga can um, help to support that and that it becomes more about that mind body breath connection yeah. that as sort of that mainstream Western medicine physical therapy we don't always think about right uh. right so also um, with your position as the um, director of education with honor mm -hmm. um, we have so many different programs mm -hmm. right so many different training programs and and you know I, 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 I kind of feel really grateful to especially to honor yoga because they do offer a lot of trainings and um, especially for honor teachers, you mm -hmm. know, at, at d with a d at a nice d discount, mm -hmm. and they also have like the fill your cup, you know, with the free trainings. So um, even with the um, like the studios that are out of state, mm -hmm. right? I know that again, you're you're very passionate of, of bringing yoga, making yoga very accessible, right? So how 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 does that work with? you know, the studios being in different states and, you know, you're here, you know, you, you develop the program <laughs> of therapeutics mm -hmm. and, you know, how, how would somebody in North Carolina or, or Florida, um, you know, be able to take the training or, or um, you know, and then teach it throughout all the honors yeah. and this is just not the therapeutics but like all the programs that you um that you oversee yeah so that's really is my role as the director of education mm -hmm. is to make sure that we are providing opportunities for our teachers we want our teachers to feel like they always have a chance to elevate and to grow and to learn new skills and kind of the motto and mission of um honor yoga education is to never stop learning yeah. right that we always approach everything with a beginner's mind there's always something new um, to learn and maybe even something that we didn't think we would be that interested in um, we have an opportunity and so we take it because like you said we do offer a 25 percent discount to our not only our teachers but also all of our teacher trainees while mm -hmm. they're in training as well as once they graduate mm -hmm. as long as they've um, graduated from an honor yoga okay. um, program they still get 25 percent off of all of these specialty trainings that we offer so right now i'm working you know as we are growing outside of new jersey mm -hmm. working very diligently with the studios out out of state 
Um, even today, I was on the phone um, with one of the owners from the studio in um, Nightdale, North Carolina, setting up a training there. And it's not that we're going to take our teachers from here and send them there, but it gives us an opportunity to grow and elevate their instructors right. at their new studio so that they can help to offer, whether it's yin yoga or kids yoga or therapeutic yoga or restorative yeah. yoga, all these great programs um, that we have to offer every year. Right. And making sure that each one of them every year has, you know, we're hoping for two trainings a year for their studios. And then that's nice. also open to the public. And we're lucky in that some of our new studios that are opening are drivable distance between each other. Okay. So that yes. if one studio, one honor yoga studio in one part of a state offers one training, then we would do a different training at the other studio, maybe 30 miles away, so that they could attend each other's and again, learn more for themselves. And you take that information and you bring it into the classroom. I feel like so many of our trainings, you can bring aspects into whatever style of class you're teaching. So yes. if you take, say, the yin training or the restorative training, mm -hmm. while then you have more skills to teach that class specifically, you also could bring aspects of that into a flow class, a roots class, a gentle class, a strong and calm class. I've done both restorative and yin training. Mm -hmm. um, and I take aspects of that into the therapeutic yoga um, classes that I teach. So same thing with taking the therapeutic yoga teacher training. While some people, like you were saying, think, yeah. oh, this is just about teaching a therapeutic yoga class. It's really not. It's a great way to refresh your anatomy skills that you learned in your 200 hour. Mm -hmm. And we all know that in the 200 hour, everything's like flying at you. Yeah. And you, it's so hard to absorb <laughs> all the information. Yes. And it's very strongly asana based. It's a yeah. great way to refresh on your um, anatomy. And now that you have a little bit of teaching under your belt, I feel like sometimes it's easier than to learn and absorb things. And people can leave that therapeutic yoga teacher training and apply things they learn there to their very next class. People have been coming back and telling me that exactly like you said. Well, I didn't expect to be able to take what you taught me about scapular stabilization <laughs> from therapeutics and do it in my flow class, right? Or teach somebody how to be able to do an arm balance more safely so it is about that kind of crossover and that we don't want to just pigeon our pigeonhole ourselves yeah. into thinking oh with this training then I can only teach this thing you're yeah. really allowed to you know kind of mesh things together which is a great opportunity it gives a much um, better experience for our students right. and as teachers it makes us a much richer teacher in um, in terms of what we have to offer yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's a lot of times where you know students will come and say i have this and i have that and you know i can go to a certain extent mm -hmm. um but i am definitely not skilled as a teacher if somebody just came to my class with a knee replacement right you know, but nothing stops somebody from a knee replacement to walking into your exactly. class, right? And we, rather than saying to the student like, "Oh, 
okay, well, you can just take, you know, child's pose any time that you can't do whatever. Put a blanket we want to, right. Like, we want to be able to offer more than that to our right. to our students. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we should be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because then the students feel seen, they feel heard. You know, sometimes they feel like, oh, I go into a class, I have this injury, I tell the student or I have some condition, and then the teacher's like, oh. I don't know right, what to do and you almost up. become like invisible then <laughs> yeah. to that to that you know that person almost becomes invisible because you're like yes. oh I don't know what to do right you get like that blank blank look on your face yeah, and like, the deer in the headlights <laughs> yeah it's that deer in the headlights yes. it's like when I have somebody walk into class and they're like eight months pregnant <laughs> and I'm like Ugh, and I'm like no way I've learned some things that I can apply right so we want to be able to easily give students some options of what they can do Yes, yes. And, and, and two, you know, like, as a teacher, you you try to be as prepared as you can Mm -hmm. for anything that happens in class, whether it, you know, be someone with an injury coming in or, or, you know, yeah, someone that's like eight months pregnant, like, come here, take your flow. I'm like, awesome. Let me just right. change exactly. And it now. happens. Yeah. Yes. And it yes. happens. And, and, and again, yeah, at Honor, we, we, you know, try make everything so accessible to everybody. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's just like, okay, we'll just do this today. Right. Okay. I'm just not going to do that, you know? And, um, so I think especially with all the programs that we have here, it's, it's nice how we can kind of intertwine them. And again, you know, all the trainings that we have, um, it really makes it accessible to teachers to try to just be, you know, as as genuine as 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 possible, as genuine as you can, you know, because as yoga teachers, we don't know everything, right? You know? And and you know, especially with um, you know, like like ailments and and medical issues, and you know, sometimes people like come up to you. I mean, I'm sure you've had it a million times, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not a doctor, right? You know, so I'm, I'm not going to give you advice, especially on things that I don't know. Right. And especially now as the population ages mm. um, and as people age, they might have more sort of ailments, mm-hmm. you know, and things going on. And yoga is becoming much more mainstream. Yes. You turn on the TV, you see it in TV shows, yes, you see it in commercials, commercials all the time. And so more people are thinking, well, let me try this yoga thing. And we don't ever want anyone to feel like, they can't walk through the doors of any honor yoga right. or roll through, right? Nothing stops somebody f- even in a wheelchair, right? Our studios are wheelchair accessible. Yes. Nothing stops a student coming in, um, you know, who is in a, in a wheelchair. And we have to be able to adapt to them. We would never want to say, sorry, we don't have anything for you here. Right. I had a private um, client that had reached out to me through honor yoga and um, he had had a stroke mm-hmm. at 39. Mm-hmm. And um, his wife's told me the story that she had called three other area yoga studios mm-hmm. um, and either left a message saying, hey, I'm looking for yoga for my husband who's had a stroke and they either did not return her call or said they didn't have anything for them. And mm-hmm. she called Honor Yoga, one of the studios, the Hamilton studio, mm-hmm. and the owner there happened to be the one picking up the call and she explained, you know, sort of what was going on, expecting the same answer that she'd been getting. And he said, oh great, we have something absolutely for your husband. You know, right. like we have this therapeutic yoga program, we have this um, teacher who kind of specializes in Mm -hmm. that here's her email address and you know i've worked with them for years 
So we want to be able to do that, but at the same time as teachers, we have to be we have to be prepared. Yeah. We have to be prepared. We have the resources to do it. You know, we have um, other teachers as well besides me who are able to support our teachers um, in being able to, you know, really open up the doors to anyone who wants to come in. Right. Absolutely. And and too, like, especially with like the teachers that we have here, um, it is like a, a cool, it is like a, our community, you mm-hmm. know, like if, if I have questions or I, you know, oh, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of that? Or um, I had a, 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 my Saturday morning class, I have a student that's been coming to, coming to my class for a long time. Mm-hmm. And in, and she's pregnant and through her pregnancy, she was still coming. And, um, so I would, you know, talk Les- Leslie mm-hmm. Hadley. Sure. She was actually on. And I just texted her. I said, no, Leslie, you know, just give me it's a like, quick. It's like, what do I do? Yeah, give me a quick <laughs> rundown. You know, you know you know the basics. Mm-hmm. I didn't do a prenatal training. Right. But, you know, and, and she just ran it right down for mm-hmm. me. I was like, okay, you know. like, yeah. And it's nice to get it from a fellow teacher, mm-hmm. you know, especially one that I trust, you know, um, instead of just, like, Googling it. Right, yeah, we're all here to support each other, and you want to have that immediate um, interaction. I had that a couple weeks ago. Sarah Nicholson Mm -hmm. um, was in a a class and had somebody, you know, come in um, with a condition that she had never um, dealt with before in in a classroom, and she called and said, here's the student. Yeah, (laughs) well, I mean, she already had done the class with her, and she kind of ran Mm -hmm. down. Here's what I did. What else could I have done? Um, You know, what would you have done so that then – going into the future, you know, she maybe would feel a little bit more prepared. Sarah had done the therapeutic yoga training, and so she felt like she had, you know, good skills and good answers. And, you know, I was like, Sarah, you did what I would have done. I thought you did a great job. Yes, she was one of the ones that when I talked to, she she raved about it. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, well, i got to get on this. Yeah. So make sure that you guys all know that Amy Taza will be at the therapeutic (laughs) yoga teacher training May 2nd and 3rd at Honor Yoga Princeton. I'm holding her to it. (laughs) And we will put that in the show notes so every other teacher can come too. That's right. Yes. And if you can't make it in May, we do the therapeutic yoga teacher training here in New Jersey um, twice a year. The next one's in October. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll make sure because I don't want you to get mad at me, but I will be there. Absolutely. Amy's going to be there. I will. Um... (laughs) I'm over here, like, searching for my notes. What next? Now, um, so, Liz, I think, did we cover everything? Some of the other things that I just wanted to touch on and some of the Please, other yes. programs that we have are other ways that people can get involved mm-hmm. in um, some of the accessible yoga programs that we have at Honor Yoga. Okay. You know, we've partnered with two different outside organizations that okay, we yes. work with inside of Honor Yoga. So uh, about two years ago, we teamed up with um, Love Your Brain. Mm-hmm. Dot org, which is an amazing organization, uh, an international organization, and their program is specifically for people who are affected by traumatic brain injuries. Okay. Um, so we do that program at the Pennington Studio mm-hmm. currently. It's free for people that have 
um, been affected by a TBI. Mm -hmm. And it's not even necessarily the person that has the traumatic brain injury. It could also be their caregivers as well. So sometimes we have husbands and wives come, we have mothers and sons come, mm -hmm. um, because, you know, a caregiver also needs to be supported as well. Right. Yeah. So we run that program four times a year. It's a six week program and it's free for the attendees, okay. which is great. We love doing that program. And then sort of out of that program, working with the Honor Yoga Foundation for mm -hmm. the past two years, we've done this special event at Mercer County Park called Your Brain on Yoga. Yes. This is Honor Yoga's event sponsored by the foundation and it's for people that have any type of brain injury. So whether it's an acquired brain injury, like a brain tumor or a stroke, or it's a traumatic brain injury, mm -hmm. we have kind of a full day of events at Mercer County Park. It's free for participants. It's a great opportunity for our community to get together. Yeah. And we meet lots of people from across New Jersey. And this past year, we had some people from Pennsylvania as well. And we will be doing that event again this year at the end, the last Saturday in September okay. at Mercer County Park. Okay. So we're really excited about that. So people can um, keep an eye on the Honor Yoga Foundation um, website, website. Okay. Um, for that. The other group that we paired up with, and this is a little bit of a, a newer relationship that we have, is with Connected Warriors. Mm. And Connected Warriors is another international organization started by the amazing Judy Weaver down in Florida. <laughs> and um, that program is to bring trauma conscious yoga to service members, veterans, and their families. Okay. So we did a training with them um, last June, about 20 of our teachers, so that we could do that program all across Honor Yoga. And we look forward to growing that program even more. That's another program that's free for their participants. Okay. And like I said, it's not just the service members and the veterans, but it's also for their families. Because maybe you have a spouse that's deployed, mm. can be very stressful for the spouse that is sure. you know, at home. And so we want them to be um, supported as well. And we all know what a gift yoga can be um, right. for people in times of you know stress or post-deployment or returning back to civilian life. Mm -hmm. And through our relationship with them and working with the Honor Yoga Foundation, the end of April, the Honor Yoga Foundation is actually doing a, a special retreat it's called Yoga for Warriors, mm. and it's a free yoga retreat up at our beautiful Arenda, Arenda. Retreat House in the Catskills. Mm -hmm. um, and people can go to the Honor Yoga Foundation website um, for the application. I think it's open for another maybe two weeks or so Okay, um, to go and do that retreat for um, service members and, and veterans. Judy Weaver and her team from Connected yeah. Warriors are coming up from Florida. Oh. They're running the retreat for us. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. That team is is super dynamic and really have such a, a, a finger on the, the pulse of um, the veteran right. and, and service member population. We're so grateful to have partnered with them. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. And and we'll make sure we put everything in the show notes, too. Yeah, wanna, that would be great. Yeah, so we'll, we'll connect after the show before the episode actually airs, and, and we'll get everything um so we can have everything. Um, yeah, so uh, so all of those things, like Connected Warriors, um, we're hoping to train more teachers, um, Your Brain on Yoga, 
we always need volunteers for that event. So, you know, our teachers, our members, our students, you know, the volunteers that we've had for Your Brain on Yoga aren't even necessarily yoga teachers. They just come and they want to help out, yeah. you know, um, for the day and last year and this year as well at the yoga, the Honor Yoga Festival. Yes, we have, yeah, up too. Um, June 6th. Yes, June 6th at the, was it the Robinsville, Robinsville Community right, Park? Park yes, right. yes. We have um, an accessible yoga area. We had that last year mm -hmm. um, at Mercer County Park for the yoga festival. Mm -hmm. And um, we had a ton of people that came to that. Again, just getting behind Honor Yoga's mission of of providing a, a space um, for yoga for that's everyone. accessible for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Wow, I think I have the chills. Aw. Yes, yes. And I, 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 um, I, I heard of the, um, the Connected Warrior Retreat. Mm -hmm. Um and I was I was really happy about that. That that's that's going to be pretty. cool. It's going to be I'm an sure. amazing yes. experience. Yes, yeah. awesome. Yep. Um, Liz, thank you so much. For, oh, thank you for being Amy. here. I appreciate it because I love to talk about. We'll have to have you <laughs> yeah. on again. Maybe we could do a little anatomy series. Oh, yeah. that sounds anatomy fun. Anatomy of the shoulder, anatomy of the hips. Maybe, yeah. You know, anatomy of the knee. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Liz, thank you for being here, and thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Don't forget, tell your friends, like, and subscribe to our podcast to um, be up on everything Honor Yoga, Trends in Yoga, and much more. I'm your host, Amy Taza. Thanks for listening.